Popper to the People is brought to you by MTG Madness. You can visit them online at mtgmadness.com. This is Popper to the People. I'm Nate. With me is Peter. Hello. And Dan. Hey, hey. Uh, Mike will not be joining us tonight. Uh, I don't know where Brennan is, so I sent him, I'll just periodically send him uh, call invites, and hopefully he picks up. Brennan, if you hear this, come back. Yes. Yes. So that's the direction we're going. Um, so how was everybody's weekend? Pretty good. It's good. Had a nice banquet. Got to chill on Sunday. And I got some of the coolest news today at like 8, was it 8.40 something tonight? What's My that? new niece was born, so awesome. Oh, congrats. Ooh. So that's the 11th Ooh. little one. <laughs> oh, wow. Family's huge. Jeez. Oh, yeah. We're a big family. Uh, yeah, just a little. Um, uh, how was your weekend, Dan? It was great. Uh, family time. Yeah, I wish uh, the uh, pauper premieres were actually on <laughs> that one of them were on weekdays, so I could help saving them. But I can never play during during Weekend. weekends. <laughs> yeah, we have amazing weather here. It's like summer. Uh, yeah, well, it's, they it's say there will be snow next weekend. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 summer here too, and they did mention something about snow. So I think we're kind of getting the same stuff going on right now. Cool. So, but yeah, um, what did I do this weekend? Um, didn't go to a pre-release because I saw what the pre-release packs were and I refused to buy Theros and Born of the Born, Born of the Gods packs. I just didn't like their mix. I didn't like their mix because they're still only like doing like two or three new packs and three old ones, and it's like. Uh, there's a reason why I didn't buy anything of Born of the Gods and Theros, because I don't want to buy that product. So I didn't do the pre-release because I, I didn't want to buy that product. I, I just want new stuff. Um, uh, what else did I do? But because I didn't do the pre-release and had the money, I found a brand new card game, non-magic card game that's just really fun to play. Kittens in a Blender. Oh, God. That was a fun game. <laughs> that's a weird game. Peter got to try it out. Basically, the object of the game is uh, you have four different colored cards, and each color has, like, 15 cats. And you're trying to rescue your cats and get them safely in a box and kill everybody else's cats in a blender. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's weird. Uh, yeah, it's really, really weird, but it's fun. Uh, played a lot of EDH this week and uh, started kind of doing a little bit of brainstorming with the, the brew of the month. Um, but other than that, uh, the rest of what happened this weekend, I can talk about news because it's, it's, it's more newsworthy than anything. So that's about it. Brennan's not here yet, so he'll just jump in. <laughs> um, uh, anything up? Anybody got any else before we start? Mm. No. no, okay. Uh, in news, uh, we'll go. I want to go do my news last. So uh, we got a popper playthrough here of uh, what is this? 
Yeah, it's uh, mine. Uh, yes. I figure that, uh, as people who follow my YouTube channel might know, I have this enormous Excel sheet of all my pauper matches. Yeah. So I figured, okay, I need to clean this up. Uh, I made videos only about the Excel sheet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, yeah. I decided to clean it up. And in order to do that, I play one match with every deck that is in the Excel sheet. And it's yeah. like 30 decks. Yeah. So it's an order. And as I play the deck, I check the statistics for it and make a cleaner document with it. So, uh, and I know people appreciate that random popper matches. And uh, there's some nostalgia decks in there. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Seems to be appreciated. That's pretty cool. Sounds good. So and it is uh, maybe a little exercise in case there is a popper gauntlet. Yeah. <laughs> but That's I, awesome. There's still no do, answer on that question. Is there going to be another popper gauntlet? Uh, I still uh, don't know. Uh, there are a few things that needs to fall into place for it to happen. Okay. But uh, generally, I I want the standard popper gauntlet to proceed a bit further. Yeah. Well, uh, if we get back to classic popper gauntlet, I would love to jump in and play a few matches in the gauntlet for you. Oh. Uh, I believe we did try. We did try that. Now that was our big surprise that we couldn't mention. I played the round three of the standard Popper Gauntlet. How'd that, how'd that go for you? I went 6-5, uh-huh. which Not was... Uh, I bad. expected to do more, but uh, I hadn't played some of the decks before. Yeah. So uh, if uh, I, we learned that if, if we have multiple players, the player has to play a full round for it to be fair. No, yeah, obviously. Yeah. So... Um, so now I offered to play another round, but now it's not necessary because now there are so few decks left. Yeah. So we leave round three of the standard Popper Gauntlet with six decks left. Okay. What's left? Uh, Being that Brandon's not here and you did it. I should have <laughs> prepared for this. I uh, Let me load uh, Brandon's article. Okay. On the red aggro is left. I remember that. Yeah. Uh, Demir Mill is left. Okay. Uh, Cyclops Combo. Yeah. Uh, Loyal Boros. That's uh, Boros Aggro. Yep. <laughs> uh, Rakdos Regenerators. Yeah, my deck is still in. Awesome. Is that your deck? Yeah, it is. Rakdos Reanimators. I chose that one. Why doesn't it say so on the site? I don't know. Brandon I chose Arachnos because he, he said that nobody has claimed this. Claim it. I chose Arachnos deck. I can't remember which one. Maybe it's maybe it's the other Arachnos deck. I, I remember um, ch- ch- championing one of them. But the final deck is the the big surprise, and it's Mono Green Aggro. Has really? Yeah. Mono Green Aggro is still surprise. there. Charging Badger doesn't care. Charging Badger doesn't care. <laughs> I think it's terrifying and all kinds of angry. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So this week we are playing round four. It has already started. And if I didn't wake up 15 minutes ago, I would have checked the results, but I haven't yet. Cool. (sighs) Anybody else have news or did you mind now? Uh, I did. uh, I have a news about MTGeostrat. Go for it. Uh, As you know, I started uh, MTGeostrat in January of uh, 2013. Yeah. 
and uh, this uh, very recently I sold my share of the site to Wills Yellow. So uh, I, I no longer own or administrate or edit or uh, the site. I am yeah. still a writer on the site, but I am not sure to what extent yet. Uh, but uh, if you want to talk about yeah. uh, articles, etc., you have to talk to Will now because I'm not involved in the running of the site anymore. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to just get too much for you or? Uh, no, we had different uh, plans for the future, pretty much. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, there was also, uh, I did, uh, I had a marketing consultant come in and check the YouTube channel. Yeah. And uh, he was pretty upset at me for running two different brands. Oh. There were historical reasons for it, but he said that if, if you should have like bots, uh, websites, YouTube channels, they should all be named the same. And that yeah. is like marketing 101. Yeah. So that, that was what sparked it, actually. We, we talked about which brand to use. Uh. But then in the end, we took uh, a brand each. So my brand That's is Magic good. Gathering Strat. Then. That's good. Well, there's there's no hard feelings, and that's what counts, there's right? There's absolutely no hard feelings, and I... Uh, there you go. I'm already helping Will with stuff, so... Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, uh, As I might have mentioned before, but yeah. uh, one thing the MTGO stuff has achieved that we will keep building on them is um, uh, that it's the number one site for Standard Popper. If you Google Standard yeah. Popper, you'll find MTGO stuff. Cool, cool. And uh, my news kind of does relate to the future of MTGO Strat in a way. Um, I've already talked to Will, and uh, I, the one of my friends wants to start a new podcast. Um, not leaving this podcast, I'm still doing this one. But I will be joining him on his podcast, and uh, I'm pretty much going to get him started and let him take over. Um, he wants to do an EDH podcast, and I've already talked to Will about it, and Will is more more than willing to host our podcast. We will be doing a podcast on EDH, and we are going to be calling it Commander's, Head, Commander's HQ. Um, I have still, I still I sent a message to MTGCast. I haven't gotten back to them yet, from them yet, but uh, next Wednesday, I believe, the 7th, we'll be recording our first show. And basically, we are going to cover a lot of uh, EDH stuff, because uh, as a lot of the our listeners know that I play a lot of EDH during the weekend and stuff. Um, so we are going to just really hit hard and focus on the EDH side of Magic. And uh, we'll do plays, so... Kind of what I'm, what I, what's really, what I'm really looking forward to, but dreading at the same time is set review time because we're gonna jump on here and do set reviews, and then I get to go j- jump over to, I'll be, I'll be jumping over to Commanders HQ and like doing the exact opposite of the review we do on this show. <laughs> That's what I did two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. last week. So I'll go from doing just the commons on this show to mythics and rares on the other show. <laughs> so, but yeah, so I'm pretty excited about this project. Uh, all the people involved in this podcast are going to be in the same time zone. So, it's going to be pretty sweet. Not that I don't mind, not not that I don't like doing the show with people in different time zones. I enjoy talking to all you guys every week. 
just a little bit more easier to plan this one out and do it and do it. So, because it's so, but yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. So, come, uh, come next, uh, probably end of next week and not the end of this week, but end of next week. I'm hoping to, uh, for the show to be up so people can check it out and check us out. So we got we got three knowledgeable people. We got two besides me. There's two other knowledgeable people that play a lot of EDH. So we got lots to share and lots to talk about, and we're looking forward to doing that. So, but yeah, that's pretty much the only news I'm pretty excited about. It's one of the new things I'm excited about for news. So, but yeah, um, anybody got anything else? Oh. That's no. Yeah, wow, it's just moving right along without the other two. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe five people is not the optimal size for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's fine. We we do just fine. Um, good reads. Uh, Brennan's article is the only article. It's not working. Oh, here we go. Uh, Brennan's article, standard deviations, the number twenty-four, uh, journey to Nick's overview. He is. He goes through and. Uh, what is this? Uh, he's going through. He goes through the cards that we went through and talks about them. Yeah, so. and uh, what he did for the video is that he brought on uh, Walt Boy Hunter, and uh, they have great chemistry. And I think uh, Walt Boy Hunter yeah. will be back on the Stand Up Popper Show on YouTube. Cool, that's good. So yeah, so we got that going there. So that's that's the only our good reads I decided to do because. We got the brew of the month yeah. premiering back on the show, so we're pretty all of us are pretty excited about that. Oh yeah. So, but yeah, so that's the only good reads I really have. Um, I am gonna take it over to Peter here and let him uh, just knock it out on brew of the month. Okay, so as we kind of said last week when we were doing this at Review Not, that we were gonna go ahead and go with uh, red green fatties, and so we're gonna go ahead and just kind of build that on the show here. How but are we certain. doing this? Uh, do we have? Do we do it in the show notes or? I'm, I'm doing a deck builder as we talk right now. Oh, okay. Dan, do you want to type it out in the uh, show notes so that way we all have a standard thing, a unified yeah, list we can I'll all look at? at the bottom. Yeah, you, okay. Yeah, you do. You do that. I'll put it on MTG deck builder. Sounds good. Please. So, kind of as we're guessing, because we're going red green and we're going with fatties, we're going to want matadorks. Is that the consensus yeah. with everyone? Oh yeah, Zertad root all the way. Yeah. Okay, four Sarta Druids. <laughs> Easily. Four, I don't care. Okay. Green red, they're in there. And we might as well throw in the Elvish Mystics while we're at it. That way we can help I'm gear. not sure about that, actually. Really? But uh, let's put them in there for the time being. How do you spell Zerta Druid? It's Z H U R hyphen Z H. There we go. There we go. Got it. Really? Because I thought, I figured if we had those in them, it helps smooth out easier to get into what I would assume would be like well, our bear. Let's put them in there for the time being. Okay. What elves? Elvish mystics. Elvish mystics. Okay. But yeah, let's just put four. They are very, very susceptible to getting uh, lift trickery, and they don't do a whole lot like him. Yeah. I'll give. You, uh, do we have the old list? N- I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, where it the is. old rule list? Oh, I can get that up in like two seconds. All right. Okay. I, I was curious about how many lambs we run. I guess we are going to be a little more expensive this time. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure you ran 23? It was 23 or 24, one to two. But then we didn't have eight mana dorks, right? No, we only had the uh, Zerta Druid as the only mana dork in there, but then again, our curve was like 
two drops all the way. Yeah, yeah. that was much more uh, an aggro deck with Blood Rush. Yeah, because we focused on using the uh, either like Gorha or Gorha's Chain Walkers, Splatter, yeah, like that, and just dropping out them and just start beating face. Okay, so yeah. this is a very def- different deck then. Yeah, we're going for monsters. We're dropping in the fatties this time, I think. Is what we're going for the fatties. I don't know. Gates, I oh yeah, hands down. Uh, as for our like mid-range creature, and the one I was hoping that we get to like to make it the goal to drop turn three to start applying early pressure would be the Rumbling Bailoth, the four 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 four. Yeah. Uh, and then I think pretty solid. I'm guessing our end game creature is probably going to be with the uh, Ness and Asp. Am I correct? Sounds reasonable. It sounds reasonable, but the card kind of under underperforms a lot of the time. Even if you don't get to monster set, the big thing is it has reach, and it's a 4-5, which helps, even on monsters, it helps shut down the uh, Mono Blue Flyers deck, which isn't too prevalent now, but... Yeah, this is true. We don't want to play set of them, is the thing. This is true. Yeah, we don't want to play set of them. Probably like two or three, maybe two. Two or three. Two or three. Let's, I'll put three down, because we're not going for four. How many rumblings are we going for? I set a full playset because they should be relatively easy to get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dorks, getting it turn three or four should be relatively Yeah, but you start cutting mana dorks, you want less rumbling bailouts. Uh, we haven't cut any mana dorks yet, though, so... I'm just saying. If But yes, if we cut mana dorks, we will need to correct that number as well. Yeah. Uh, We are going to need removal, so I think four lightning strike just seems pretty reasonable. Yeah. Because we're going to need something to help thin out uh, the early aggro decks because, unfortunately, we're not racing them very well. Yeah. Because they're going to th- throw a bunch of little guys and we're going to start dropping out bombs. Yeah, that Lightning Strike is also a good card because if, you, if you're if you aggroing out, if you aggro your opponent down to three and you, they, you can no longer attack. Yeah, you can just go Sly style and just burn to the face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Lightning Strike is the premium removal of the format. Yeah. And here's right. the one problem that we don't quite have the answer to that I know we used in the Gruul deck was that we needed one more burn spell that was slightly bigger than, uh, what was it, Searing Spear back then, and that we had Brimstone yeah. Volley. Do we have anything that's like that even right now? Outrage. Um, oh, Chandra's Outrage. That is a solid choice. Yeah, that's good. Chandra's Outrage is a pretty solid choice. I probably want, like, maybe two or three of those. I find the, that the problem with Shock is that it, it misses a lot of, there's a lot yeah, of things that don't die from it. I figured, because I was going to run into the same problem we ran in last time, like, you, you can't get through those, like, Basilica Guards early on, or you can't get rid of the Cyclops, or what else is there, an evolved Cloudfin Raptor. How yeah, many? So three Outrages? Two or three. I'd say three, because that we... And the other thing, too, is, I guess, we have to take in consideration is that we still need to be able to deal with uh, green-white heroic creatures early on, because unlike blue, we can't just bounce them away and be done with them. Yeah. Hopefully we have enough plays where we can nip them in the butt before they get too out of control. Mm-hmm. So I got Chandra's Outrage, Lightning Bolts, or Lightning, lightning Bolts, Lightning Strikes. <laughs> lightning Bolts. <laughs> um, do we, do we want to go with uh, we have Madcap to, Skills? What? We have two Fatty cards as well for removal uh, that are specific to, to uh, big monsters. Really? That is uh, Fall of the Hammer and Hunt the Weak. I'll check up Fall of the Hammer then if you got that one. I'll look at Hunt the Weak. 
Hunt the weak. I do like Fall of Hammer, though. Put a 1 1 counter on target creature you control, then that, that creature fights target. So it's like a, a buffed up version of. Uh, what the hell am I thinking of? Uh, Prey up on. Yeah, Prey up on. Or you go with the Fall of the Hammer, which is target creature you control deals damage to its power equal to it, to another target creature. So it's. Half. Yeah, Fall of the Hammer seems better, doesn't it? I like Fall of the Hammer because you don't risk your creature. Because like, you're going to take on Death Touch, and if you take on Death Touch, Hunt of the Hunt of the Week yeah, is bad. We wanted to say we tried two. Full of the hammers, then. Yeah. Fall of Hammer yeah. seems like the solid choice there. Nice call. Yeah. Because that definitely frees up mana, gets a cheaper removal, and again, if we're dropping out the bigger creatures, that seems like the thing to do. Yeah. Uh, I know they're not on MTG Deck Builder quite yet, but... Yeah, they are. No, uh, Humbler of Mortals, if you guys remember that one's from, uh, I don't think it's in MTG Deck Builder. Yeah. It's from uh, the new set, so that should be available to us here pretty quick, right? Yeah. Okay, because do you guys remember what that one does or no? Read it. Okay, it's got to refine it myself. Humble Immortals. <laughs> it's the 5-5 uh, five, five for uh, four colorless and two green. It's the enchantment creature elemental constellation. Whenever Humble Immortals or another enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, creatures you control gain trample until end of turn. So he's kind How many of, do you want of that card? I would say two, because he's just the, we lay down, we should win this turn because all of okay. our things have trample. Theoretically. How big okay. is it? He's a 5-5 five, five by himself. Yeah. So, like I said, I think we only need two because assuming we get to that six-drop slot, we should have, what, one or two uh, rumbling bailoffs or bailoffs, whatever they are. Yeah. Maybe that's an ass. So I'm thinking, like, two or three bodies that are out there that are just huge and they're going to be able to trample over. Even if you throw, like, little one-ones or something in front of it, like, that's still a solid what? You know, if they're throwing one twos in front. So humble or immortal, you want two or three? Two. Exactly. I'm just gonna use humble Badoka as the card placement for it okay. so far. Because I, you don't want to see too many early on. That like that's the big thing. You want that to be your alpha strike turn. Mm-hmm. And if you do somehow they survive it, that way you have another one that uh, if you drop your second yeah. humbler, and then the first humbler still gains trample and yeah. I'd like to see madcap skills in this deck. Oh, that does give a fairly good evasion to, like, early on Rambler Bailoff, and that would apply yeah, super no. aggressive pressure. Yeah. There's a lot of decks that will two-for-one you for that. But that, yeah, that's what I was about to say, like, but that in two-for-one is a problem. Well, we have maybe, another... Maybe Madcap Skills even goes in the sideboard. Yeah, as I say, do we side this one? <laughs> uh, put it for the sideboard for now. But yeah. one thing I think we are going to need to have an answer to is, uh, we may need to put main deck one or two, uh, Rubbleback uh, Rhinos, if only for the fact is that uh, we lose to Mono Black Devotion right now. Yeah, because they can't target but, uh, a Rhino. Rhino wouldn't help. It's, it's a crap creature they will just devour. Oh, yeah. that's true. Crap. All I gotta do, yeah, all I gotta do is force you to sack it. Maybe it's better to have that thing that makes two Minotaurs. You know, the two, two, oh, three the red Minotaurs. Part? Yeah. Five. That have haste? Definitely. Yeah. Uh, what's Which that one? called? Flurry of Horns. That's also from the new set. Flurry of Horns. Again, for those in case you don't remember, Flurry of Horns. How many? Uh, the, the sad thing with running journey cards, which we should do, of course, is that we have to wait two weeks to play. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Flurry of... So how many Flurry, flurry of... Uh, horns. Horns are we doing? Uh, mm, two, maybe? Two. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. And yeah, you don't want to get too far with matchup skills as much as that card. Was, I like that card, but 
You're right. Okay. We'll cite it. Uh, what do we have? So, let's take a quick look at what we got so far. Uh, what, 18 creatures, 11 spells, 4 landed, and 9 of the sideboard is still up in the air. How many, what, how many cards do we have total currently? 18 creatures. Eight, well, including I have 20 creatures. What, am I not, what don't I have? Humbler Mortals. I have put 3 in. We should have huh? 4 Zerta Druid, 4 Elvish Mystic, 4 Rumbling Baloth. Oh, you went 4 Ness and Ness, that's why, Dan. Yep. Yeah. You think we should stick with 4? Yeah. Okay. It's the best biggie, right? It really yeah. is. It's a 4 5 for 3 that get, turns into an 8 9, so. Okay. And it's just 5 mana, so it's not. It's not yeah. too far out there. Yeah. I am uh, um, looking at the Ruination Worm, but maybe he's replaced by um, the Humbler. Yeah, Ruination Worm is. Uh, I think it's a, it's, it's a pipe dream. I think six. I think six puts it still out out of reach. Maybe we should stay away from six. Do we have yeah, something we uh, big at five? Uh, the one. Maybe what we need is more two and three drops. Actually, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, we have yeah. one drops. <laughs> we have one drops and two drop, and then it goes straight from there to mm. four. We have nothing in between. Yeah, nothing in the three what drops. What about the blood rush guy? Oh, like the slatterhorn or the maka? <laughs> uh, one of them. Uh. Maybe the Slaughterhorn then, because we need a, a three drop more than we need a four drop. That it, it's not Slaughterhorn's not a bad choice because at worst case scenario, if you don't need it, you you actually have a uh, giant growth. Yeah, that's true. It's like it, at worst, it gives you a bit of extra reach if you need it. Yeah. Yeah, and you can do anti combos on yourself with Slaughterhorn and Fall of the Hammer. <laughs> three mm-hmm. for one. Yourself. And if you're going against counter, and if you're going against the counter spell deck, they can't stop Slaughterhorn. I don't know if we actually have, like, a real control deck, though, in the meta. That's the thing. Like, the closest thing I think is, like, Mono Black Devotion. With our luck, uh, Mill. Yeah. yeah. And uh, all the the gate decks, four-color control. Oh. So how many slider horns do we want? Four. Uh, yeah, as I say, we need a solid three drops, so... Okay, so I got 23 creatures now. Uh, make it four Nest and Asp, then, and then you'll have 24. Yep. yep. I actually... What, we're doing four Humblers, then? No, two humblers. Two humblers, okay. And two flurry of horns. Yep. Two we have five four-offs and two two-offs. So I got 22 creatures now. Flurry of horns? Yeah, I got those on there. Well, I'm using flurry of wings to make B placements for them, but yeah. yeah well, we have, um, there's spells, but flurry of horns is technically, we're using it as a creature card, so there you go. Okay, there's 24. Yeah, yeah. got it. Uh, so that leaves us, uh, how many lands are we running? 22? Uh... Probably, and we don't because we don't need to make room for like a. We're at thirty-seven cards right now, so twenty-two leaves one space for something. That, how many spells do you have? If you Eleven. Can't fly horns like creature. You should only have oh. nine spells, right? Yeah, if you don't count those, we have nine, so nine spells. So that's fifty-five cards. Okay. So we had a playset yet, and something else, or a two and a three of something. Hmm. And yeah. it should probably be five uh, creatures. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we don't. I don't think we need like any more utility cards right now. We have the removal, and that's basically what we need to do is just buy our time until we can throw out more threats every turn than they can deal with. So, are these creatures should perhaps be four drops or three drops? I would say yeah, either 
somewhere between the three or four drop ring, because those are the things yeah. that come out turn three, whether we have a mana dork or not, basically. So. What about uh, Cyclops? Um, for Which one? The most ill-tempered Cyclops. Ill-tempered Cyclops. I'm glad you I like these guys name. more than I do. <laughs> I like the name of that card. The 3-3. Three, three. Oh, the 3-3 three, three for 4 with Trample? Yeah. That's a pretty solid choice, too, because if he if we get him Monstrosity, he, too, is just... Uh, He's a 6-6 six, six Trample. Yeah, is there a better Monstrosity creature? Uh... Oh, honestly, there really isn't. Like, the, there really isn't. The best, he's, like, one of the best ones we have, because the best one is theoretically Nessun, because he's the, just the 8-9, the biggest creature you can get at common level. Yeah. And he's got reach. And then you have, I think this guy's the best guy you could have to deal damage, because he's got trample with it. So I don't yeah. think we have a monstrosity with, like, first strike or like, haste or anything either. That, and if you do end up sideboarding madcap skills in, you got yourself a really awesome guy. <laughs> He turns into a 9-6. You really like that card, don't you? I do, because it's awesome. <laughs> that and I like the name. But yeah, because I can't think... Look at the stuff we got. Like, I don't see anything else that stands out as a solid 3-drop or anything else. Not really. I think you're right in that call, Dan, and that the ill-tempered uh, Cyclops would probably be the best way to go for him. Just do one class, one last loop around quick. You know, one problem with our mana dorks is that they have different mana costs, so we can't really plan from them. If they it's were like eight green. one drops, we could like okay, we play mana dork, then we play a three drop. Yeah, we're but like really really heavy on the green side. Now we don't know really. Maybe three drops are counterproductive because we have played a, a mana dork some either turn one or two. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. Wow. That is Who were the all-stars of the old deck? Uh, yeah, you have a list. What is the old uh, all-stars of the old deck? Let me bring it up quick. Because I think a lot of the... Well, well, all of our big ones, like we had uh, Splatter Thug, who was a 3-3 three, three for 3 at the first strike. He fits in fairly nicely because... he could, Actually... Even if he doesn't go on the offensive, he's still a 2-2 two, two for 2 with first strike that can hold down the fort. I like that, actually. I don't I actually know if that's like a good thing. Otherwise, I know we had... I kind of like Splatterthug. I like what he does. I mean, first strike is formidable. That that You don't even need anything else. You just you you can go... You don't really need much. If you clear the way for him, he will wreck face every time. Uh, we have enough in here to clear the way. There are mana dorks for two... Yep, that are just green colorless. If we go with like either the Seder or... Okay, so here are some of the couple of other... What we had in the other one, if you're looking back at that one, like because Young Wolves aren't there anymore. We sell the Gorehouse mm -hmm. Chainwalkers or Axis too. Uh, hey, Zeratops fine, he was fun. Um, Makas, Borderland Rangers, I think are gone now. Fourth yeah. Mages are gone. And Deadly Recluses is what we had for the uh, board base, or the main board. Yeah, yeah Deadly Recluses seems like a good sideboard card. Yeah. Yeah. I think our sideboard for that, close to Deadly Recluses, is probably going to be the Scorpion. No, Deadly Recluses still is standard, dude. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. an M14. Uh, I so. play it every day. <laughs> <I'm> limited. <laughs> I love that card. Look. 
Yeah, so. same. We have. If, so we are have we going for the splatter tugs then? I like the splatter tug. How about I two like splatter tugs and two four drops of some sort? Yeah. How about we do like the three? Uh, yeah, three splatter flood. Splatter thugs, <laughs> like a tongue, yeah. and then go two of the ill-tempered uh, cyclops. Yeah. yeah, I just really like splatter thug because, like, granted, like you'll, you'll spend a few turns, like maybe them blocking creatures out with using creatures to block them out or whatever. But uh, like later on, splatter thug's done enough work that the big guys can come through next. Like, yeah, he can if. If you need be to, if you want to push push the assault early on, he's yeah, for that, it, yeah, there's something you could drop out. If we're lucky, we can drop out turn two, which is mm-hmm. a three three in turn two that can attack with first strike, or not yeah. attack on turn two, but and you got Slaughterhorn in there, and Slaughterhorn uh, Slaughter Thug is still pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. sounds lovely. <laughs> that'll <just> work. Okay, <laughs> so for now, that'll be our main board. Okay, sideboard where it all. Which will probably at this point will probably make or break this deck. I think Madcap should be probably three, but not four. Uh, I can go with that because Madcap's not going to come into play all the time, but when it does, it's going to be glorious. Madcap skills is like that. Probably one of the cards we'd bring in against like the uh, what's it called red decks, just because since if we can get a creature out there that has more than three toughness, <laughs> slap it on and you're golden because no- yeah because they can't. Unless they're going to waste their time to double burn it, they can't double, they can't two for one it. And if they want to try and block it out at that point, they're going to need to throw like three creatures in front of it just to kill. And keep in mind, being that Madcap Skills is on the sideboard and Splatter Thug in the deck, Madcap Skills Splatter Thug can almost win the game for you. That's true. <laughs> because even if they do want to block, you got first strikes. So you're like, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> the question is, which deck, which deck do we beat by that? Because the heroic decks will, will probably be faster than us. Yeah, that's the thing. Like anyway. the only time I'd ever see bringing in the madcap skills would be against a red deck. Yeah, and we'll need it though. Even right? then, it's how many tether recluse are we putting in here? because uh, I know that's next on the list. Two at least, I would want to say. Two at least. Let, let's go with two. Because that okay. always seems to be like the golden number with that card. Yeah. There uh, are three very common cards in sideboards like this, and that's plummet, electric Gary, and naturalize. Yeah. Yep. Here's my question, because I remember people used to debate it, too, was, what's better, Plummet or Aerial Predation? I think Plummet based solely on the mana cost. Okay, so I'm not crazy in thinking that, because I knew people used to swear by uh, Aerial Predation just because you gained what was like three health or something off of killing something. Yeah, who cares? The difference is very small, but... Okay, we, we said time and time again, gaining life does not win you games. No, but, yeah, but if, if it's ever like it's still good. Yeah. Like, uh, it keeps you in the game long enough to win a game, though. Yeah, I think plummets just more cost-effective. I, I think, actually, speed. we need four plummets here, because uh, yeah. you cyborg them in yeah. so often. Yeah. yeah. We have with Reach in the entire deck as Ness and Aspen. If we can't stop flyers early on, yeah, we're, we're done. dead in the water. On, on the other yeah. hand, they take the spot of Deadly Recluse. So do, do we rather want Deadly Recluses? Um, I like. To, I still want to keep Deadly Recluse in this deck because the, the like, problem is that everybody has first strike. The, the things we really yeah. want to summon, they have first strike. Yeah, I suppose they have. They have their like, armor on. Them. Let's take Deadly Recluse out. Unlike in the old Grill deck, we don't have the uh, 
ways of pumping and making them bigger anymore, so he's always just going to be yeah. as opposed to the cases where you could hollow hunger pack him and make yeah. three, four death toucher. That would be terrifying. Yeah, let's cut him. Let's let's cut Deadly Recluse and just go with the plummet. I, I don't like Naturalize, actually, because it's a one-for-one. One. I want my cyborg cards to do more, but we have to be able to remove some enchantments. And that's something, yeah. too. I was like, we don't, have, we don't have access to Keenan Apparition. We don't have nature or Natural End anymore. Uh... We've got one coming out now, I think, that's a creature with a naturalized, but that cost four. Yeah. Two, two. Well, what's that? Uh, is it in the new set, or is it already out? Give me two seconds. I think it's in the new set. Green or red? It's green, right? It's green. It had to be out in a... It has to be out already, I think. But yeah, like I said, it's destroy either enchantment or something else, and it's a 2-2. Two, two. Where are you? I know I'm not crazy. Well, I might be, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Where did you go? It's not in the new set? I'm not seeing it in the new set. Was it Born of the Gods or Theros? I want to say Everybody's screaming at us right now. Oh, yeah. Chris will, hopefully Chris will be so kind as to remove this so I don't sound like a complete asshole. <laughs> Please, Chris. Was it Theros then? No, I'm pretty sure it was Born of the Gods. Born of the Gods spoiler. I'm, I'm going to the Born of the Gods spoilers. Uh, green at common level, and we want the green filter cards. All right, green, 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 all the way above. All right, it's a 2-2? Two, two? I believe so. For four? I think. Uh, it's true tribute. not Oh, you're thinking of Stetson Starbreaker. It is a four drop. It's a two one. Oh, it's a two one. Ah. Yes, it's only a two one for four. And it, it does what? Oh, uh, when Stetson Starbreaker enters the battlefield, you may destroy target Aura. So it's I a like two it. one body for four. It's a two one body for four that kills an Aura that destroys one Aura. So how useful is a two one for us? For four. Um, it, well, well, keep in mind we're playing against the Aura deck, and they're not, the chances are they're not going to swing at their creature if they don't have an Aura on it. Well, the thing is, is it too late if they get the early game Ethereal Armor? That's the thing. I think it's too late. Well, not really, because you're going to pay four mana and destroy Ethereal Armor. It, this, it, the card really should just read the destroy target Ethereal Armor. Actually, uh, come to think of it, if we play against... Uh, a deck that wants Ethereal Armor, and we can one-for-one them, is their late game better than ours? It's well, they have late game answer, so they can get it back. The yeah. thing is, can yeah. they build... Do they have the opportunity to build up something big enough again that they just... that their one giant dude can easily outbeat all of our giant dudes? And if he can just sit back, because Ethereal Armor gave him the first strike, that he can sit down and whittle down one of our guys hit by yeah. hit? That's, I think like we I said, need the instant effect them. Yeah. 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 So we need naturalize. Yeah. So yeah. So we're gonna put four naturalize in. Yeah. We need to <laughs> because it's <laughs> because never again. <laughs> well, not only just because that because ethereal armor will appear in green white heroes, green white hex proof. Yeah. Band hex proof. And every creature. Most well, decks that will run white will probably run ethereal armor. And keep in mind, we're dealing with a block of enchantment creatures. So. Naturalize becomes destroy target creature. Exactly. So worst comes to worst, we start blowing up some Nimbus Naiads or whatever the green reach one is, because I can never remember what that thing's yep. name is, and the hopeful Elodian or whatever that gives them lifelink. 
Yes. How often do we need electricery? Um, uh, not often. The only ones I can times I can think of it would be is uh, because even in the like yeah, the blue decks if you can catch them early on, or if you're going against the uh, a couple of the red aggro decks because they like just drop in a. Mad Cat skills on something and hopefully just be overly aggressive, but that even then yeah, they yeah. still have Garros Chainwalkers and So does this become a two of? Uh, I was going to suggest that, yeah. Two. Two electricers. Yeah. Because we won't need a lot of the decks are built with the thought that electricery is in mind because they don't want to get blown out by electricery. Yeah, so we got uh thirteen cards in the sideboard right now. Uh I, I would like to have the final outrage in the sideboard. That makes the sense. The final Chandra's outrage, that makes sense completely. So what's the last card? Last card. Uh, we have uh, nothing against mono black. Uh, well, mono black. The problem with mono black is, okay, every every time we've we've highlighted mono black in standard popper tournament play, it always comes down to the same thing. Mono black is mono black, and it just does what it does, and there's nothing we can do about it. Well, yeah, I, I had the chance now to try the racer tip with plan, and I, I was not impressed. Yeah, it's it, mono black is mono black, and it's going to happen. Um, ideally, if we can, if we can, uh, like their late game, I, I don't think against mono black their late game is very good, because if it goes that far, great, they're going to gain maybe four or five life, and and and, and that, but that 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 uh, creature is still only a two two, and we have things that look at two twos and laugh. Well, the thing is, like, Grey Merchant has, like, when you, you know, it's not just they gain four life, it is an eight life swing, usually, when you drop, when they drop in the first Merchant, the yeah. first one. So it's like, okay, you were up at this, okay, you go down four, they go up four, they balance out what you've done very, very quickly. Yeah, and then you can take it away quickly enough if you have the... The thing, though, is, made, it's like, they have all the removal. Like, yeah. they're... Every turn the game goes on longer, their so, merchants get that much better to play. Yeah, so how do... I mean, but what can you combat it in with uh, green, green and red? More burn spells? I'm debating, like, because we don't have... We don't have an X spell, so we can't just go mana dump X spell to the face, because that would be yeah. effective against that, because limits the number of creatures we can throw out there. They can't... They get dead cards in hand, can't do as much, and they can't yeah. build up a devotion. I mean, yeah, like but, I'm gonna have to agree with Dan as much as as cute as Razor Chip Whip is with black, it's not that effective. And like I said, uh, as Dan yeah. said properly too, like even if we give them a hexproof creature, they still die to devour flesh. So yeah, that doesn't exactly help us either. I mean, I I guess the only thing you can really like, I don't know, maybe mono black and standard popper right now is almost like the standard deck. They're either going to go off and win, or you're going to they're going to screw up somehow. And well, with the colors we have, we have like two options: either a we provide ourselves with more burn spells to go to the dome, yeah, something that hits hard, so. I know we have, like, a Lava Axe-ish spell. I know that sounds terrible, but it's basically yeah, it Reverse Merchant back to them. Which it would be surprising, at least. <laughs> yeah, it would. <laughs> It'd be, like, Lava Axe, boom. Like, it, like I say, the thing is, like I said, it's the, the black strength is that it has those large life swings. 
So maybe we cut a naturalized and a plummet and throw two of those in. Uh, well, we still have maybe, but here's the other thing I'm trying to think of. Like, see, either we do that, you have that answer, just to throw the big burn spell at them to hopefully go for the end. Or we try to add a couple extra creatures and try to build a slightly more aggressive build to it. So, like, we have something like the Gorehouse Chainwalkers or some kind of more aggro-based creature to throw in. So, like, when we go to that game, it's like, okay, we are no longer going for the ramp build because the ramp build will just get blown out of the water because we can have all the mana dorks in the world, but the moment we drop a fatty out, they have a removal spell for it, so it doesn't do us a whole lot of good. So yeah. it'd be, like, side out the big ones, drop in the little creatures, and try to play the most aggressive strategy we can. Those are the two options, it seems, we have with red-green. Yeah, well, what do you cut to put all those small little bitty um, guys in there? There, there is another option. What? I, I, maybe two cards won't change the matchup enough. So we uh, sort of give up the, the mono-black control matchup and focus that's, on... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, focus like, on okay. the matchups that, that are, like, 50-50. Yeah, because like okay, let's look at let's look at our history of Popper. Back when Storm was a deck. Other than if you weren't playing blue or white, the only thing you could hope for going going against the Storm matchup was that they couldn't storm off. That's it. Like yeah, like I, I did have a pretty good Storm matchup with Trinket, but I had to sideboard in eleven cards. <laughs> yeah. It, you're, like, it's just like the Storm. I, I almost look at the Mono Black matchup and the Standard Popper like the Storm matchup. You're, like, like, I kept, like I kept saying over and over again when Storm was a thing, you're stuck in a room with a time bomb. It's just a matter of It's just a matter of luck when that card, when that bomb's going to go off. It's either gonna, you're either going to get out of the room before the bomb goes off, yeah. or you're stuck in the room when the bomb goes off and you die. So imagine we are losing to faster decks. Uh, then we probably need for the last cyber card a shock, uh, a shock, or uh, an aerial predation. Yeah, yeah. So like, do we cut one? To, oh, we have to add those right now. Yeah, but to add those, do we do we actually cut a plummet and naturalize to make room for that, uh, or do I we cut we have to? Uh, or do we cut electricity out to naturalize? Or do we cut two electricity out of it completely? Why, why no. do you need to cut anything? We still have room in the sideboard, dude. Okay, well, we have 14 cards in the sideboard. Yes. So we just add one shock? I think so. Maybe yeah, I think you... we cut the outrage to put in two shocks. True. We already have three outrages in the deck. Because the only decks we're going to be bringing the outrages in on are going to probably be like the... Uh... Cyclops decks and... Actually, I think there are a lot of decks with the four toughness guys, but we won't... So, yeah, so how about we cut the Chandra and just add two shocks? So we're looking at, in the sideboard, four madcap, or three madcap skills, two electricity, four plummets, four naturalize, and two shocks. Yep. Sounds about Sound right. Good? Okay, Dan, okay. do you by chance have a, a listing of, like, all the pop... Or, generic list of most of the po standard popper decks by chance? Uh, yeah, the, uh, the, gauntlet deck, the gauntlet deck list. Sweet. Here's one thing I I, th I say every time we do a brew of the month, I want to do it right away and I always forget to. One last thing I want to do before we call it good, let's try to make a short uh, sideboard plan already for what, those, what we want to do with those decks. Okay. Wow, sounds awesome. Well, what's, our, what's, our, what, what's our basic land count, though? 22. Uh, Oh, uh, 18. 
Nine mountains. Yeah, nine are forests. we splitting half and half? Nine forests, nine mountains, or I, I don't know what does the costing cost look like, really. Oh uh, well, we got. It's well, definitely it's, more green. It's definitely more green. I would prop, but not too much, because we all, you still want to have the red axis because we're going to need that early removal either way, so mm-hmm. at most probably go with the four gates, what, like ten forest, eight mountains? Ten forest, eight mountains, okay. Just because we know we have more double greens than we have red, but we do need the red still. Let's so. start there. And someone's probably going to tell me, Peter, stop being stupid, this is what you should do, and I apologize, I am the worst person when it comes to coming up with mana bases, so... There we go. So yeah, we got our deck here. We got ten fours. Well, let's start out with that and go from there. That's fine. Okay. Um, so okay, let's do our sideboard thing here. We're taking on Model Black. Let's just do the hard one first. Uh, we, okay. we die. <laughs> we <laughs> die. And cross your fingers, hope for the best. Um, we'll see you get a break. Yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, well, we so did our first deck. Bring in against them, did we? Well, you, you you did the gauntlet lately, so or here here we go. Here's the easiest thing to do. Let's look at the last standard popper event and go from there. PDC Magic. We have events. Our last, which we're gonna cover this anyway on the meta games. So um, let's see here. This is what we got. This is what our latest event looks like. Actually, no, they finally updated it because I have the old one. So this is the latest and greatest. Our first place deck was Azorius Aggro. Wait, Azorius Aggro? Yes. Wow. Uh, what? <laughs> yep, Azorius Aggro. We're looking the link at in the Skype chat. I want to see. Yeah, I gotta add this to the notes anyway. Uh, do they have one toughness? Paste. There you go. There's a. There's a. That thing. All right. Uh, Rester's got one toughness. One toughness. Skyjack's one toughness. King Apparition, 2 2, and 1 1s. So, the Rester's, the Skyjack's, and Cauldron Raptors if you catch them early. And yeah, so we're bringing in Electric and Plummet. Yeah. Yeah. Keating Apparition, we're just going to rate that card off, because they're only using that for one thing, one thing only. It's a, it's a bear, and we don't have any enchantments, so yeah. we really don't have anything to worry about from that one. Yeah. But Do yeah. we need the shocks? Uh, yeah, probably. Probably. So we are taking... Uh, so we're bringing in four plummets, two electric, three, and two shock. Uh-huh. Things to take out. Uh... Probably the outrage, to be honest, because it doesn't. We don't really yeah. need anything to kill. We don't have any four toughness creatures. We need to blow up. I think Chandra's outrage goes away, and I yeah. think the flur the probably the flurry of horns goes away. Yeah, because yeah, we have the more efficient burn spells then. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for that matchup, that is what we will do. But we need okay. to take out three more cards. Do we? Are we bringing eight cards? Oh right, shoot! So we pull a, we maybe we pull two to one fatty. We pull a Nashanas because that's a big fatty. We pull a. Wait, did we say pull the flurries or pull the falls? No, pull the flurry of the horns out because we have so many creatures. We're gonna burn them out, and and we'll have time to play big, bigger guys. Do we? Well, do we really need fall the hammer then? Because if we're gonna use it, we're basically bringing in the burn spells just so we can get rid of it. We need some way. 
saw more ways to kill Winfield Rider. <sighs> okay, if that makes sense, then yeah. Keep yeah. that in. Uh... I would say pull a Nashan Asp, one Nashan Asp, and maybe pull one. Yeah. Because if we can just get to the, if we can get to just one anyways. One Rumbling Bayloth, we pull one, we pull one Rumbling Bayloth and one Nashan Asp. We still have three Rumbling Bayloth. is really important here. Yeah, he's, he's our big, ba- uh, our, let's say, we know, I can't think of a single game where we want to slide out. The Bayloth, pull the Cyclops. Pull Cyclops? Yeah, okay. the two big, big guys. So pull a Cyclops and a Nashan. Yep. Two Cyclops, okay. one Asp. Okay, so there, there's, there's your sideboard right there. For That's that what you just turned, okay. Let's look at the next deck. Next deck is Cloud. What's the next deck? Okay. Next deck is Boros Auras. I almost think this is almost the same matchup. Yeah, it sounds very similar. It's the same matchup. But We're not the, really no, sure. the problem is that they have uh, Auras, which the other deck didn't. So natural. Okay, so, so maybe now we, we go with naturalized. Yeah, so we go with naturalized. But other than that, I think the plan stays the same. Nate, you but should just really think the entire life. event rather than just the uh, deck list. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I think maybe maybe you keep the same same plan. Instead of going with the, the plummets, you go with the naturalized. But then they have big wingsted riders. Or oh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. So we need everything. Maybe, do we need the electricers? No. No, no, no. We don't need that. I don't think we need, like, trickery. I don't think we need that. I think that's all we, we need. We just... naturalized? A lot of enchantment creatures in that deck. <laughs> okay, and we need a shocks, uh, apparently. Mm. Do we need shocks? Aramancer's just coming out to gain their 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 stuff back. So whether it comes, so whether we kill it or not, doesn't do a whole lot. Yeah, it's done its business by the time. Yeah, we do it. but don't they have a lot of low toughness creatures that we want to kill? We got Harb the Wojcik Harbadiers, which are the three twos. Unless they're they're sw- they're swinging the battalion with that anyway. Uh, First blade's kind of scary. Yeah. Can you post a deck list? Oh, oh, you don't have the... No, you, oh, the last one you posted was just the deck list. It didn't actually post the event. Copy. Oh, sorry about that, guys. Here you go. Here's the whole event. Right. There's the whole event. Okay. So you can click on it. Oh, no. Uh, no, two toughness seems to be the big thing with them. Yeah. So okay, the so shock's just coming in, definitely. Yeah. No electricery, shock's definitely a thing. Ethereal armor's definitely a thing, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, and madcap skills. I don't like bringing in naturalize with only eight targets. Not the full set, at least. Maybe three Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, three naturalize. So that is... How many flyers do we have? Oh, uh, the vast Wing Siege Rider... Uh, I guess just in Legionnaire. It's just just five. Five flyers, but that's I'm guessing those five creatures are their main assault. Uh, I won't be bringing the full set of plummet then. No. So maybe a three. Yeah. If it's a ground game, we got them beat. Like the ground game, we're not even worried about because everything's bigger than theirs. I don't think too much. So Uh, how about we bring in two plummets, three naturalize. Is that too much? 
Two naturalized? Two naturalized seems right. Because yeah. Two shocks. The, the shocks killed basically everything other than uh, a buffed wing seed rider. Or, or a Via Shadow First Blade. Yeah, the first turn the Via Shadow First Blade comes out. Yeah. Otherwise, it keeps keep, everything in the keep the outrage in. We take out only one outrage. Take out one because that way we still have an insurance policy against uh, if one of the wing seed riders gets big enough. Yeah. yeah, that and in a pinched. Uh, what is there? What what is the? You can still word? do the four damage and do the two damage to the player too. So it's an expensive. You can Chandra's. You can Chandra's a Bioshana Bioshana first blade too. Is Chandra's up instant or sorcery? Instant. Oh, it is. Oh wait a minute! Isn't this a deck we need madcap skills again? Probably. Yeah, because that way they can't, he can't deal with that uh, except with pacifist. Yep. Uh huh. This is a madcap skills thing. But now we're bringing in then seven spells. Taking out one Outrage, two Flurry, one Aspen, two Cyclops. No, we're bringing in nine. Nine spells. Yeah. So we pull a Slaughterhorn. Just one. I, I think i rather race with Slaughterhorn than with madcap skills. Because yeah. uh, we are in risk of uh, going too low on the creature count. Yeah. Uh, which we especially need if we're bringing in matchup skills. Well, we got three Chandra's Outrage in the deck. Maybe we pull one. Yeah, pull another Outrage. Pull an Outrage. Um, is there any spell we can drop here? Uh. Is how viable is Fall of the Hammer? It's extremely viable. Because it's all still of the viable. Okay. It's still viable. Okay. Um, so it has to be the, the last Outrage. Yeah, it's going to have to be the last Outrage. Because you got to keep the creatures up. Yeah. Because, even cause yeah, Fall of the Hammer will still do the same job as Shandra's Outrage. Which yeah. means we get to our Bailoth. It's just... Yeah. Then it's going to be... And since our game plan is to get to our Bailoth, I would assume that'd be safe playing to better. And in so. a good game, you're looking at uh, uh, let's see here. Um, what? Okay, so we're looking at madcap skills, and a good a good thing we could be looking at, say, a rumbling bailoff. I don't know. I don't know. What I'm saying. What am I thinking here? A bailoff say rumbling with madcap can happen as early as turn four. Yeah. Yeah, that and the the fall of the hammer is kind of bad. The madcap skills kind of backs up the fall of the hammer to a certain degree if you have to. That is true. It sets up for a stronger one of those, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I like having to use a madcap skills in that sense. But in any case, you yeah. throw madcap skills on anything, even a mana dork. Yeah, fall of the hammer starts doing four damage to stuff. So. Yes, it does. If you have to what do that. What do you take out? I thought we were pulling all the Chandras, right? Well, here's what we have. Going in, we have two plummets, three madcaps, two naturalizes, two shocks, which brings us to sided in ten or six cards. Six cards? Or pulling the Sided in nine uh, nine cards, then, right? Nine. Which ones am I missing? Plummet, madcap, naturalized shock. Yeah, actually, we got the shocks in. Oh, nine. My bad. Nine cards. Wow. Yeah, I miscounted. So we're pulling all the outrage. Three, we have th- take out three outrages, so that's three of them. Take two out flurries. flurries. Take on that's an ass, that's six. And then six. take out two cyclopses. So that's... Seven. No. 
That is eight. We still need to take one more eight. card out. Um, I would. I hate saying this, but you can't. Like, you can't hit this. You can't hit any more spells. You're gonna have to hit the creatures. Actually, what about the slaughter horns here? Because uh, they can't really win yeah, any say, combats, and they are I'd losing say, against Talberdiers. Yeah, no, the only thing they do is they trade with what they have out. Is what they do. I say pull a slaughter horn. Yep, I am in. Uh, do we actually want to keep one of the more expensive spells over Slaughterhorn? Uh, one of the more expensive creatures, like a Flurry or an Asp? I don't think Flurry Or a Cyclops? I would say probably the Cyclops in this one, just because their goal is to but throw out so many creatures. That way, they even if we can get it out there in Monsters, it's trampled, and so they can't just throw chumps in front of it all day. So, so keep it, the Cyclops, uh, take out... Uh, keep one Cyclops. Yeah. Take out two Slaughterhorns. Yep. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. So, okay, so that's kind of the matchup. I'm just going to look at what's the standard black. This is Black Devotion yeah, by the look of it. It's Black Devotion. We don't care about that one. Mono Red. Uh, I think... Oh, this is Mono Red here. Yeah, Mono Red is definitely interesting. I, I think it's we're just looking at a uh Definitely bring in the uh electricery. <laughs> yeah. Red electricery loves it. Yeah, this this deck dies this deck almost dies electricery completely. Well the thing is like <laughs> the Scorchwalkers are just uses a buff spell. Yeah. The guy's gonna go like his plan is to go all the way with the frostfur and weird. That's yeah. What it is, and the rest of them are just there. To get there to set up for it. This is like a dream crusher. Like like going in the matchup with this deck, like one electricery is pretty much a dream crusher. But again, like that's the reason why he's got the four weirds, is because you can't electricery them away and they're always safe to swing with because they can always do just enough damage without getting themselves killed. You yeah. know, unless you uh Chandra's yeah. them. Yeah. We we can't raise this deck, so we don't need to bring in uh madcap skills because we will win if if we can deal with it, we have to control here. Yeah, we're going to blow the board out. <laughs> so so we bring in Shock and Electricery. Yep. Take out yeah. one Asp, one Cyclops, and two Flurries. Yep. Sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, so out last need to the questions, yeah, do we need anything else? No. no. <laughs> cre- the game doesn't last m- that much long. Once the creatures are gone, there's really nothing left. Yeah, that's, well, that's what basically any Monorad deck is. If, can you... Draw them out to the fourth or fifth turn, and we should be set for the most part. Yeah, his because entire long end game, like if you, his entire end game is based around the fact that he can use Frostburn weird, and like that's it. Yeah, and like his only his only real thing that he can keep doing is try landing what seven burn spells. <laughs> that's it. Well, I guess in his. If he's going, oh, he's also got lava crew on the side, but yeah, like it's he's not landing tough. seven burn spells, but that's that's extreme luck. Yeah, so yeah, lava crew, lava crew gets nailed too because of Chandra's outrage. So yeah, I think that's the proper sideboarding for that one. Oh yeah, I think you almost see this deck and like laugh to yourself. Blue merchant? What are you talking about? Oh, he's been blue black merchant, really? Yeah, let's ignore that. It'll be under yeah, blue black control or the mere mill. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, black, red, white. 
Yeah, this is playing. Uh, playing. Yeah, this is the gate 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 deck. One of them. One of the gate decks. Holy crap! Which one? It's the black, red, white one. So he's got black, red, white. Four Kingman pets. Yeah. So. For the Sunspire. Really, the Sunspire. Oh, because that's how he makes his creatures. Yeah. Sargate Keepers. Corpse Hunter or Hauler. I think there's too much. Tri- I think there's too much going on in this one. No, that's right for what the deck wants to do. Yeah, because if you look at, he's just. What do we do against that? Well, let's take a look. Well, Kingpin's pets are always going to be two drop or two. They're power two or toughness two. The only way he has an answer to any of our big creatures is through Celestial Flare or Devour Flash. Yeah. So just go into so that. The game plan is to keep all the big guys. Basically. And we game don't plan. need shocks or electricities. Nope, because well, the only and thing that skills will be bad. Because we don't want to get two for one on any of our guys. Because the only thing you're going to throw it on is a big guy, and the big guy at that point is going to what's what's going to win it for us. Yeah. Yeah. So, looking at what we got, uh, God, what do we want to bring in? Because uh, like, he doesn't hit anything. Shock is just. The- I guess I don't like King. Like I don't like Kingpin. Kingpin's pet. I really don't like that card. I could help him get there, but like. That's. It's uh, we have nine ways of killing uh, Kingpin's pet main deck. Yeah. yeah. Like the only uh, thing I can think of is like if we wanted to bring in the the shocks because it helps do with like the two two tokens that it makes. But but there there's not too many of them. Oh, of course no. the uh, the mites. Yeah. Yeah. That come with the uh, so like if there's a card coming, it's going to be the uh, shocks. A flurry yeah. doesn't do a whole lot, so we could bring in shocks over flurries. Yeah, shocks over flurries. Um, Keating apparition doesn't affect us because we're not playing many enchantments. So they can go. It's just a bear. That's it's the just a bear. About it. it's, it's a bear. Yeah. And corpse hollow is going to do it. Corpse hollow would it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is so he going to bring, bring in? Anything scary? I don't think he can bring anything else. <laughs> oh, the gatekeepers uh, will suck for us. Yeah. He'll yes. Wait. This is actually really a matchup where we would need the fourth Chandra Southwich. Yeah. <sighs> He's got some rulies. I hate yeah, these. Um, more Devour Flesh as well. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to need bodies because, shoot. Maybe the so flurries yeah, are going to anything. No, yeah, keep it because we need the flurries for the extra bodies for sack, sack, ah, sack fodder. Yeah. But they will never get through. No, they're not getting through it. It's more like we're dip, taking them out for shocks anyway. Yeah. They're going for redundancy in this deck. That's what they're doing. That's what the ga- decks have always been. Yeah. It's just they can do the one thing they want to do. I think we, I think we could outlast the redundancy. Be careful. I don't, but I think we can uh, beat it before yeah. it starts going. Yeah. Hmm. Is yeah, anything yeah, they... useless in our main deck? No, everything is useful here, right? Everything is <laughs> useful. Uh, maybe we hope Watch for the best. Help race, flurry, provide bodies. Humblers are still the... I have. I get trampled, now your two force can't block us out completely. Bailoth's 
kill any gatekeepers. Alchemist 6 gives to our big guys. Our Tadruids give us residual damage. Offices I think we're good. Yeah. I think we're good. Yeah. Okay, what about uh, Demir Mil? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> the answer is have less creatures, I guess. <laughs> because our biggest we, problem we, is if they get a solid... Uh, the biggest problem, yeah, is like dealing with that one grave incursion. And the question yeah, is, we definitely need to take out uh, Fall of the Hammer. Yeah, okay. we go for Broke and just bur- try and burning bring it. And in Shocks then. Yeah, we go for yeah we yeah we bring in shocks and just go for broke and hopefully we can burn them out. The problem yeah. is if do they run creature? I don't think they are creatureless anymore, are they? Uh, uh they might run a few creatures. If now. they are creatureless, we have to take out outrage and bring in the madcap. Yeah, just go for pure racing. Yeah, we're racing damage. I think in this one, that's all we're doing. I think all you can do is race damage. We, we there is no way to deal with the graveyard, right? No. Uh, no, unless we somehow have black and grave incursion ourselves, so we get in life instead. <laughs> yeah, and that's not going to happen. I no. really think we're just racing damage. We're hoping that that card they're looking for is on the bottom of their deck. Yeah. I think that's our only hope is that that card is not in the first half of the deck. I think we could set up a, a, a quick kill actually. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the time. <laughs> I just, the, thing is, uh, the biggest problem is if they like the, the early game, like Farika's curses, and start just getting the two life off our little mana dorks really quick. Yeah. If they don't have that early answer, if we can get the bail off out or something like that, yes, and this is a, things sacrificed to uh, yes, our flesh and whatnot. Also, the matchup where the uh, those slaughter horns that pretty much we keep pulling out become awesome. What about the mirror? The mirror? Yeah, against other gruel decks. Mid-range Grulli decks. Uh, do, I haven't seen too many mid-range Grulli decks. I know there's still the no, Aggro one. There was one in the um, uh, Gauntlet. Really? I yeah. think Madcap Skills is probably the, your best your yeah. best pick. Uh, this is what we have. Madcap yeah. Skills 4. Madcap Skills is in there to do that. It's, it's to go against another Aggro deck. It's Take out Flurries. <laughs> yeah, because again, yeah, Flurry Horns aren't doing a whole lot in that deck. Yep, take up flurries. Uh, we keep fall the hammer in. Yeah, I think the only thing you do is put madcap skills and pull the flurries and maybe a uh, maybe a maybe I one would pull a mystic actually. Well, oh, how much? Actually, yeah, that's much? right. Because, because we can't uh, outspeed them anyway, and the yeah, mystics will be relevant later. Yeah, pull a mystic. Yeah, yeah, and keep oh, them still damage so. Yeah. And depending on their build, uh, if they have many uh, small guys, I would put another two mystics for the electricers. Yeah, but I think electricers are coming into the third game because we don't know how the how the second game is going to go. Or they're coming in, they're coming in, in the third game. I think I don't think we're we're immediately going for electricery. No, like I said, it all depends on how it, what build they do. If they're more aggro oriented. The trickery is going to be a lot more valuable just because they're going to have those one drops and stuff to nail with. Yeah. If it's yeah. the more mid ranges build, Dan's right. The uh, Madcapskills are just going to be better because they're not going to be able to use their guys to block, and if we get Madcapskills and something. Yeah. Excuse me. So I'm, we're basically, I think I'm here, looking, here it is important to keep the big guys. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking at this. Uh, okay, we're, we're, we're taking this on. We're taking the mirror on. 
First game we realize we're taking the Miron, we do our best. Win or win or win or lose is really irrelevant at that a lot, point. We'll say, a lot of the first game is going to boil down to is who gets the removal they need when. Yes. Second game, maybe we go for madcap skills. We don't immediately go for like trickery. We go for the madcap skills first, just to see what see if madcap skills increases it a little better. Yep. Uh, okay, it doesn't go so well. The, the electricity becomes needed. Third game, we pull some more stuff out to add electricity, but I don't think you put electricity in the second game immediately. I would if you see a, a lot of... Yeah, if you X1. see a lot of X1s. If you see a lot of X1s, then of course your plan changes, but if you're not seeing X1s in game two after the first game, then I don't think you want electricity in right away. Yeah. So... Or maybe you, maybe maybe the answer in the second game you didn't see a lot of X ones, but you're afraid he just didn't get them. Maybe the correct answer is to go through Madcap skills and one electricery, because that's not that much of a gamble. I think it's quite clear. Do you see a lot of X ones? Uh, if yeah. yes, then bring in electricity. If no, then don't. Yeah. I'm just being overly cautious. <laughs> <laughs> So, it's okay. not like there's some horrible X1 that we really, really need to kill. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it. So, yeah, that, that's kind of, I think, where we're going with it. Okay, I think that covers most of the decks out there. Yeah, I Mono think it green. does. Oh, Stompy. I, again, it just comes down to probably your... It's, your, your, it's going to be, yeah, bringing the, bringing the shocks, bringing the stuff to... Bad cap. Yeah. Bad cap. <laughs> yeah. I think that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, it doesn't get much more mystic under the same reasoning. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe not the mystic. Maybe our speed is important. Yeah. I don't think we want shocks against Monogreen. Well, I suppose, yeah, because they still don't work as an effective counterspell because a lot of the guys you'd be hitting anyways have three toughness. Yeah. A lightning strike is so much better, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Alright. So, I think that covers all our sideboard. Uh, Cyclops. Hmm? What's the Cyclops? Do you have the Cyclops deck up up on somewhere? Because I'm not seeing it. Uh, It's basically uh, Nivit Cyclops, Archeomancer, Frostbone Weird. Ooh, and they play a lot of spells to make Cyclops huge. Okay, so basically it's kind of, it's 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 the same. They almost they're trying to build what's already in Classic Popper. Yes. Okay, that matchup. Um, seems like a, a horrible matchup actually. Yeah, I think it's just a bad matchup. You throw the you throw the shocks in and uh, why? The only thing they hit is the Electromancers. Yeah, I suppose. If, if they have Electromancers... It, I think it's another thing you treat like a Storm deck. You just hope that they can't go off. It's a bad matchup, I think. We have five main deck removal that hits the Cyclops. Yeah. Yes, but we hope to get those, and if we don't... Yeah, it doesn't really pay to take anything out to get in the shocks to hit the few Electromancers. Yeah, I, yeah I, I think you just... Fire is pretty you, bad again, and Shock is better, I think. <sighs> You know, if Flurry wasn't five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Flurry is. Uh, they are only getting blocked all day by Cyclopsis and Frostman Weird. 
so maybe maybe the correct answer is just to pull the flurries and pull the shocks in and hope for the best. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think that just about covers it. Any other decks we want to go over? Or? White we need white. Oh, blue, wait, blue sky. Blue huh? flyers. Yep. Uh, plummets. Four plummets. Do they run Nimbus Nyad in that deck? Yeah, plummets and shocks. Yeah. Plummets and shocks, and I think the plan stays the same on what you pull for that. Flurries come out because they're not going to do us a whole lot. Uh, uh, Flurries should really be cut from the deck, I think. Really? Uh, but it get, we've been cutting it a lot. Which is nice, of course, to be able to cut something. What else? Uh, we don't huh. want the big guys here, right? We take out the Well, we want the uh, ass because just if, they, if we're cutting the big guys, it's going to be the Cyclops here because the ass actually have reach. So if yeah, they ass. evolve Cloudfin Raptor, we can get the uh, thing just out there to kill it or block it all day. So yeah. Two flowers gonna... and two Cyclops. Yeah. What else? But we still yeah. need to cut four more cards. Two more cards. Uh, Four plummets, two shocks come in. I'm. Oh yeah, two more. How how much the the, another card we're ignoring constantly is those humblers. Well, they're the win con. They're the you throw them out, you get trample, you end the game that turn. Hopefully. Okay. That is the purpose in their deck. Okay. Because they're because if you look at all of our big guys. Their biggest susceptibility is if they can throw one with in front of them all so day, we lose. Our humbler targets are just madcap skills? No, humbler targets are just humbler. Yeah, because when they come to play, okay. they give everything trample. Like, that's. Oh, okay. Think of it as overrun without the plus three plus three. Oh, okay. That's what we're using for. Okay. Uh, maybe a sh- we pull a Chandra's? No. Chandra's? No. Chandra's pretty good. Because that still hits an evolved. Uh, yeah, but it hits the. And it's if they're running with the, Nimbus Nyad on it. Yeah, yeah. Nyad, or if they are running the one like Drake or Chimera or whatever it is. That, uh, uh, Splitter, Splatter Thug doesn't do much against this. No, do much. He's a two blocker if he's not going aggressive and. Yeah, and he doesn't have reach, so maybe Splatter Thug needs to go. But isn't Splatter Thug our racing option? Maybe we aren't racing him. Maybe we're trying to control him. Or if that's the case, maybe the Slaughterhorn, because that would still have the creature. That way, we still have the Spider Thug to race, and Slaughterhorn's only going to be able to give the buff on the attacks, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, you're right. Pull Slaughterhorn. So two Slaughterhorns out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. I think we're good. I'll find another deck. No, I think we are good now. Actually. I think we covered them all. I think there's none left. I think we covered everything. The Aura's deck already. Like Aura's is really easy. We already oh, covered hexproof. that one. Yeah, hexproof. That's just naturalize. Um, naturalize and like trigger. Are, are all the humble? Are all the all the all the hexproof creatures really low on life or toughness? Which are the hexproof creatures? There's uh, white cover scout, which is one one. Then you have rubbleback rhino, which is which the is the bigger guy. And then if they're running blue, then you have the four five hexproof. The giant dude. Wasn't the, the new the new hexproof guy isn't common, right? The two the two mana. I think he's uncommon. Yeah, I think I think here with where where a hexproof is evolved, I think we're going for naturalized because that's obvious. Um, but I really actually do like um electricity in the stack. Just because 
if they're playing the the ones the one other is a one one, so they, they electrically kills them if if they can't have, have enchantments on them. But it, that's like the only thing it hits in the entire deck. Yeah, it's a cover when it's not enchanted because this our is master true. is still a two two. Uh, Madcap helpful. Lodian is going to be thrown on a creature it's ever to be by itself. So Madcap skills is pretty good in this deck. That'd be like the only other thing because that way they can't yeah. just sit back with their. Uh, Ethereal Armored Dude all day, hopefully. Yeah, so I out. think we're looking at four naturalized and three madcap skills. That's about it. Do we want bringing all three madcap skills, though? I suppose... Um... It's, a, it's a pretty hard deck to raise, but it's a pretty hard deck to control as well. That's true, because yeah. you can't really... The only things you can interact with are the enchantments, and they have a reliable way of getting them back. Well, I like madcap skills just because... For the sole fact of uh, if they're going to bring their toughness up, you're already taking your bigger fatties and giving them a giving them a plus three to whatever they're what they're they're already fat to two. Okay, fair enough. So you're you're ramping their tough their power up so they can actually if you do have to block they can hit or they can actually kill something. They might die in the process, but you can still kill their shit. You'd rather see it trade at that point than Elias. You'd rather see it trade at that point. Madcap skills helps you trade. Because tur- <laughs> every turn they don't have an ethereal arm on board's a good turn for you. Uh-huh, <laughs> and Madcap skills gets there. Okay, I'll concede kind of to you on that one. So the stuff to pull out, though, seems pretty easy. Shannon's outraged because it's not going to hit anything worthwhile. Yep, flurry uh, your wings. Fall the hammer isn't going to hit anything. Keep mm-hmm. lightning strikes because it can hit the player. So if we need the extra reach, keep that. And then pull out flurries. Yeah, flurries. flurries. Yeah, there we go. Oh, there that's it. Seven, that's seven, it. seven out. There you go. Boom, boom. Okay, now I will uh, give up putting more decks in the cyborg. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're Dan's like, damn it, there aren't any more decks to stump them with. Oh, oh, yeah. Green red heroic, but that one's pretty easy. It looks like yeah, it. pretty much. And white weenies <laughs> is just bringing more removal. Okay, All so right. for now, let's keep that as our uh, sideboard plans. Nate, yeah. make sure that gets in the show notes for uh, or whenever yeah. the show gets posted, so yeah. people have that to refer to. And hopefully, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get you guys to uh, if we have made mistakes with set yeah. uh, sideboard plans. Well, I don't want to publish. I don't want to publish the list till they actually put the. Uh, Episode up. Put the right, put the right flurries in. Because right now I have two flurry of the wing, flurry of wings in there, just holding spaces. Well, that's, at this hard. point, I'm just gonna. We're not gonna link the uh, part of the deck builders version yet. Yeah. But we'll yeah. give the version that Dan was so kind as to type out for us. Yeah. Well, Dan has yeah. it, so he can put it. It's in, in the so Okay, it is not good. Yeah, all of it, even the cyber plan. So. All right, cool. That's the um, paste. <laughs> yay! All right, so I guess that's the brew of the month. Do you want to go over it quick, Dan? Read off what the, what's in the deck? Yep. Go for yeah. it. We have uh, 22 lands, 4 guild gates, uh, 10 forest, 8 mountain. We have 9 spells. Uh, that's 4 lightning strikes, 3 Chandra's Outrage, and 2 Fall of the Hammer. And the rest is creatures. 4 Search of Druids, 4 Elvish Mystics, 4 Rumbling Bailoth, 4 Nessian Asp, 2 Humber Mortals, 2 Flurry of Horns, 4 Slaughter Horns, Three Splatter Thugs and two Ill Tempered Cyclops. Cool. In the sideboard, we have three Madcap Skills, four Plummet, two Electric Grief, four Naturalized, and two Shocks. Cool. And then that all looks good. Yeah. Looks awesome. 
All right. Uh, I'm so pretty that, strong about the first draft. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm too. So that is the brew of the month. So if anyone wants to know what it is, that's what it is. It's all in the notes. Um, all right. The metagame. Um, first off, no premiere events fired in the last two weeks. Why do you suppose that is? I thought last weekend was Easter, and so that wasn't so strange. But uh, uh, one, I saw one this weekend had uh, five players short, okay. and it didn't fire. None of them fired. I think we are getting to where Wizards want Popper. They want it to be uh, an obscure format <laughs> that people don't play. Um, I don't think that's the case. I, I think, think you're dealing they, they with... They even said so, so... Yeah, but you also got to realize that you're contending with Easter everyone's with their families, and you're contending with a with a uh, pre-release weekend in paper. Yeah, I hope you're right. Because that pre-release weekend in paper makes a big difference. Because if you're a and I'd imagine that uh, not everyone is pure, not everyone is an MTGO only player. A lot of them play both. In that case, what are you gonna do? You gonna are you gonna stay and do a premiere popper event, or are you gonna go to the pre-release? Yeah, I hope you're right. Uh, let's uh, let's watch this next weekend and talk yeah. further about it then. I think the I think the paper pre-release kind of messed things up too. So that's just my take on it. I think that's just the case. I like. I it. mean, <laughs> it's two things back to back if you really think about it. You're talking Easter, family stuff, and a pre-release. But if you're thinking about playing a popper premiere. Please do so next weekend because yes, I think they need all the support they can get. Yes, we need all the support we can get, otherwise we got nothing to talk about. <laughs> and I, I really wish I had like six hours to spare on a weekend, but that's pretty yeah. well. Alright, so that's where we are with that. Peter, you got anything to say? Oh, uh, not really. You guys pretty much nailed it right out of the park. I'm just okay. happy the hack that we did another brew of the month. And I'm happy yes. about it. <laughs> I think you're just the new Brew of the Month guy, so every time it comes up, it's your job to get that going. Let's uh, <laughs> skip yes. Brandon's Pauper deck, uh, like yes, Commander uh, deck, when he's here. Yeah. yeah, we'll wait for that when he's here. Um, okay, so this uh, this is actually now old news, and we don't even have to go over to Classic Tuesdays because we just did the latest. We discussed that in the Brew of the Month. So I think we're good there, too. No, but uh, that was class- this is Classic Oh, this is a proper classic too. Yeah, it is. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's the only big uh, classic pop tournament done. So yes. we really have to look at it. Yeah. Magic cards won. <laughs> All right. So, yes, Magic cards won this event with a what I'm guessing this is affinity. Okay, so we got affinity. Green white slivers got second place. Yeah. Sneaky. And we have a Delver deck, right? Yep, yep. Delver Blue. Yeah. With a single mutagenic growth in there. The single mutagenic growth. So There's yep. a Tron. There's a Tron. Domain Zoo's still up in there. I'm happy to see that deck. Like I am too. I like that deck. It's so was much it fun. Scred or not? Uh it, it was it, Yeah, Scred. 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 I think the Scred deck is a little stronger. It's yeah. got some super powerful removal, so Yeah. White Red. Like, oh, it's White, uh, Boros uh, Kitty. Yep, Boros Kitty. Uh, Trinket Blanket. What, what, <laughs> like. uh, varied, what a varied metagame. There's eight different decks. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah I think it's Blink. It's uh, Trinket Mage uh, Blink deck. <laughs> yep, yeah. Trinket Blink. 
Yeah. With a splash of red, so you know, if you need to, you can throw a Converge Torch up someone's bum. Yes, yes, you can. <laughs> yeah, why would you need that? Because your bone splitter isn't doing it, apparently. <laughs> yeah. And you know, because why not? Well, I like it. Well, because why not? Let, let's just do it, just because. Oh, there's two domain decks down. PK23 is playing domain two. Yep. But yeah. for some reason, it's not running the scrubs. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, he's not running the oh, scrubs. the staggers instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I don't know. I I think scrubs the better call. But I maybe agree. he maybe he went with stagger shot because he maybe wanted to try it try it out and see what happens, or he was thinking value and spell what because you are casting it and playing it paying it playing it twice. Can you tell what he lost to in the semi? Uh, he lost to the first place dude, and he lost to green-white slivers. Yep. So right. yeah, I think part of it came to is just that the slivers deck probably got enough lords out that the burn spells just couldn't kill anything anymore. Yeah. And then yeah. he lost to the other... Oh, he just lost to Affinity, which is again, is he couldn't kill the fatties. Yeah. So more reasons to go, play Scred. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what seems to be like the reasons. Like, he just... Hey, play Scred. Yeah, because he did not take on he did not take on the Scred deck because I think that would have been an interesting matchup. Because yeah, he he did what as I say he went two one against the Goblin decks, and then he went two one against uh, Paul Blade. Yeah. So yeah, so that's kind of where that is. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much our Popper Classic Tuesdays event. That's pretty much pretty. And you know what, the Popper Classic Tuesdays this is pretty representative and pretty. Other than the Slivers deck, it's it's pretty pretty much everything we've seen in uh, in, in Premier events. I think Slivers is tier two still. You see it every yeah, time. Yeah, Slivers Slivers wins because it sneaks up. It's not because people play it a lot. It's because you're when it wins, you're not ready for it. Well, the thing is, like, again, we've said this about Slivers how many times. Like Slivers, the creatures themselves are all incredibly efficient. The biggest problem with Slivers is like it never mulligans well. Yeah. Anytime you mulligan, you're throwing, like, like that's a 10% chance of you winning going straight out the door each time yeah. you mulligan, it seems. Yeah, because, like, every time you mulligan, you're cutting your chances down even more, and you need that. You need seven cards to start the game. Like, sliver, uh, slivers needs the way to have where they throw down a sliver every turn. Like, they do the same thing as White Weenie, where the math should always be play another sliver. Yeah. I mean, the t- a turn you can't do that, you're hurting. Yeah. It's really simple. If you can't play, if you're not playing a sliver of turn, you're hurting. That's all there is to it. There's nothing you can do about it. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, that's that's the event. That's what we had. Uh, Popper Classic Tuesday is really cut and dry, pretty much. Um, and then here we have uh, Mikey winning. Just kind of off-ball thing it has nothing to do with Popper, but uh, Mikey playing in a. Commander Sunday. Commander, yeah, Commander Sunday, and he got he won with Gaddock Teak because one on one Gaddock Teak sucks to be playing against. <laughs> that 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 yeah, Gaddock Teak is really good. For those that don't know what Gaddock Teak is, it's basically a three drop creature that makes it so you just can't play any non creature spells that cost four or more. Yeah, I believe is what it is. Yeah, it, it hurts a lot. 
a lot of people hate it. It's one of the most hated generals, I think, in EDH. Uh, trust me, there are more than there are a lot of people who hate other cards more than that. But yeah, but I mean, I mean, I guess it's an exa- it's a pretty darn efficient creature for, yeah. for a general. I guess in our, I guess in, in me and Peter's personal experiences playing EDH in our group, Gaddick Teague's never been a huge problem. No, because you just got to play creatures. <laughs> you just got to play creatures, and like Gaddick Teague, like uh, what Peter said at once, it's. Gaddick Teague is stops BS shenanigans. It, let's just say the big thing it stops. I may be talking completely out of my ass at this point, but like one thing I know it seems to do well with is like it deals with the green decks, so it, they can't just go calling the or court of callings, dropping their huge fatties or uh, yeah, tooth and nails. Like it stops those ones like like the I just get to win now card. It shuts down all BS shenanigans, including in red, white, rat, or what is it? Uh, that card three, you get to, you have to sack everything but three permanents. Uh, really, uh, math or whatever it is. Yeah, whatever that card ones, is. It's the uh, just blow everything up except for three things. Yeah. So it it stops a lot of high casting cost BS shenanigans. Oh well, that in. It stops all wrath effects. That's the one. That's the yeah. other big one. My bad. I should have called that right away. Yeah. It stops wraths. You're not burning the board out. Not easily, anyway. So it, <laughs> you don't have to worry about overextending as much. Yeah. Assuming you can keep him out and he doesn't get, like, uh, what is it? Fate spun or whatever, where you fate yeah. you can put him or spin to myth, where you can put a, the guy right in the bottom of your deck and then you lose a lot of your deck's protection. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's for another another cast. I think I'll start. I think one of the things with the new podcast will probably cover those the Sunday Commander things. Because why the heck not? Um, so yeah, that's about all we got for metagame. Uh, finance. What do you got, Dan? Yes, we are now in the final weeks of the flashback drafts, and they have covered most of the formats. I still miss Masters Edition. And there will probably be no flashback drafts. For the summer, I would expect, because there's so much else going on during the summer, they don't, they don't need to run flashback drafts. Yeah. Uh, many poker cards are still low, and the biggest thing you have to think about is, do you think Premier Events will fire or not? Because if Premier Events keep firing, uh, poker prices should climb. Uh, if they don't, poker prices should fall generally, and there are like signs in both directions. Uh, Cloud of Fairies isn't going higher at all, whereas cards like Firebolt and Exclude are running wild. Yeah. Uh, We are also very close to Vintage Master spoilers. Yep. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. You uh, don't sit on Brainstorm, Days. uh, I think Brainstorm and Days are the two clearest cards that uh, are very likely to be in Vintage Masters. I'd say keep your playset and get rid of the get rid of the rest. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I wouldn't even keep the playset unless you play the deck yeah. in tournaments all day. Because if you're gonna keep it, you want to keep it for a popper card. The most expensive um, uh, common out of modern masters is Manamorphose, and it was still like fifteen cents after yeah. modern masters drafted. So I'm I'm calling right now. If days is in vintage masters, we're looking at no more than fifty cents for days. Yeah, in that's July. Awesome. Uh, so so be careful with the old, really old... Like Lotus Petal, too, is something you don't need for Pauper anymore, so you should have sold it anyway. Yeah. Um, 
But there are some great pickups now if you believe that Pauper's future is safe. Also, yeah, I want to warn about Nettle Sentinel. It's the last card uh, that is going to be drafted, and it's uh, it's going to fall hard. Mm. It's really expensive right now for some reason. Uh, it must be played in modern or something, because it costs $2. <laughs> and it is a lot more... It's it's more modern than all the other cards that are in that price range. Yeah. Um, so so get rid of your Nettle Sentinels. Um, some cards that are still low because they don't see Pooper play right now, but that has a traditionally much higher price tag. Uh, some of them have still gone up. Quero Ranger is still low. Uh, I have to refresh the window here. Uh, Innocent Blood. It used to be really expensive. Uh, looking for the recent ones. Uh, the artifact lands are low. Still. Yeah. Uh, except yeah. for the one that's playable in modern. Uh, spy golems. Counter spells. Deep analysis. Uh, prismatic strands. Funeral charm. Cabal Ritual, not that much of a pop card, but Cabal Ritual will see play in Legacy and Vintage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unmake. Thoughtcast. Snuff Out. Yeah, that's the, the big pickups, the ones that could go up like five, seven hundred percent. Okay. They just played. Cool, cool. Anything else? No, that's about it. On the eBay side, it's three things. It's journey into the next, journey into the next, journey into the next. That's it. Yeah. Because <laughs> everyone that was went to the pre-release, if they pull the Johnny, they're throwing it out on eBay if they're an eBay seller, because that's the smart thing to do. Because people, it, it's it's people are gonna go crazy for that card. Yeah, do that online. So you sell sell everything. <laughs> Yeah. Journey into Nyx will be really, really cheap in just six weeks. Yes, it will. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah. When, when Winter's Masters become the thing, and when uh, M15 hits, you will be able to pick up Theros cards. Theros yeah. block cards, really cheaply. Yeah. But yeah, that's uh, what we got for finance, right? Yep. Anything else? Okay. Um, and our Rage of the Week, we got two of them. Uh, our first one is, uh, let's see, who is the perpetrator here? <laughs> uh, we got Travis Hall, 456, and Charles Overy, or Char- Charles Soveri, Char- Charles Soveri. Um, all right, starts out with, uh, let's see what's happening here. I can't Mesur- tell who's angrier in this conversation. Yeah, I think they're both kind of angry at this point. I think they're raging on each other. I really think they're just raging on each other. This is a first. So this is a good old-fashioned. People are... They're playing standard, by the looks of it. Someone's playing yeah. uh, green-red. And another person's playing mono-green, by the looks of it. Yeah. So, things are going down. They've already gotten to turn 16 and whatnot, because that's how things go, apparently. Yeah, Travis is like... My turn. <laughs> to which place he gets starts casting uh, Mizium Motors for its overload cost. And like the other guy responds immediately, You looked out with no skill. <laughs> and starts laughing. Whatever lets you sleep at night, dude, Travis replies. 
I got flooded with only running 20 land, but I have 50 tickets to say that crap deck never beats this deck again. To which place, the guy still says, let's put your money where your mouth is. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it's where it ended. <laughs> yeah. You don't see the rest of it. <laughs> so, yeah. Then our next one is... This one takes place, it looks like, after... After one. Whatever. Oh, after this one's one. funny. <laughs> Um, I think our one percenters are, uh... Yep, are, patrolling, are, patrol. Yeah, our patrol. He goes, he goes... You're 1%. a donkey. Yeah. <laughs> you can't make fun of me when I showed you I... You can't make fun of me when I showed you I'm on the tour. And you can... Ju- you just say that I'm on my knees? Which <laughs> place, Kansas replies, you are just showing where you are at right now. Thanks for wasting my time. One <laughs> percent is not available to chat with you right now. <laughs> So yeah, that is our Rages of the Week. Pretty cut and dry. They're kind of becoming few and far in between. I don't know why. but That, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, that's not necessarily a bad thing either. <laughs> well, and I had my first Rage of the Week, but I didn't get to get to it last week, and now I've misplaced it. Well, if you find it, we'll do it next week. Yeah. So, alright. So that's our Rage of the Week. So, you guys got any shout-outs or shout-outs? Other than I have one. I got one. This is uh, actually shout out to Maddie because Maddie went ahead and got me my EDH deck for the competition here. So Maddie, thank you. Can't wait to see it in its fullest. Thank you again. What's the general? He hasn't told me yet. Okay. He's told me what's going into it. So okay. Um, uh, I have a shout out for Brennan because he's not here. Come back, uh, Brennan. Come back, Brennan. And Mikey, get better. See you next week. Um, and the only other thing I really have is, uh, that's about it, I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I need a deck, so somebody build me a deck. I think, uh, what, who has decks? Mikey, does Mike, Mikey has a deck? Yep. Yeah, Dan has a deck. You have a deck. I think me and Brennan are the only two that don't have decks yet. So, me and Brennan need decks yet, so... No, Brennan got a deck today, but we didn't Did go through it. Okay. Brennan has a deck, so I'm the only one that needs a deck. So please get me a deck. There you go. That's the trick. Manners. <laughs> I'm feeling left out. Um, but other than that, how can they reach you, Peter? Uh, you can reach me on MGGO at midnight03, and the same thing on the Pop of the People Pro Boards. Cool. How do they get a hold of you, Dan? You can reach me on the Pop to the People Pro Boards, or on YouTube, where I am Magic Gathering Strat, or Fan of History. Okay. Um, you can get a hold of me on the popper to the people at gmail.com, or you can get a hold of me on Twitter at Nathan Yunkin, or in game at uh, NUCon. And the new website, uh, Commanders HQ2. Um, and uh, be looking for a show, looking for a show here, not this, the end of this week, but the end of next week. Um, so. We're going to record next Wednesday, and I'm pretty excited about it, so be looking for the looking for that, and of course, Popper to the People. Um, and hopefully, whoever gets me a deck, if, once we get to the Commander podcast, I will go through the list, because I can on that show. So, there's some incentive. I'll, we'll talk about your deck. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, Till next week, I'm Nate. I'm Peter. I'm Dom. 
And this is Popper to the People.